And I'm Elizabeth. We're cousins and best friends. We live right next door to each other. We're both eight, and we were born three months apart. A lot of people think we're twins. Thanks for listening to Something Epic for Kids podcast. We'll talk about fashion tips, friendship advice, stuff we learned in school, and most of all, the epicest topics we know about. We always want to hear from you. Email us at somethingepicforkids at gmail.com. Let's get started. What do you want to do first, Elizabeth? Hmm. How about you know it and I try to guess it? Great idea. Okay, I have it in my head. You get three guesses. For my first guess, fashion tips. Incorrect. My second is book reviews. Nope. Um, my third guess is, hmm, stuff we learned in school? Correct. Anyway, let's get started. Hmm, how about you explain it? Great idea. Stuff we learned in school is when we talk about something we learned in school. It's kind of in the name, but one time we learned a little bit about Native Americans, and we told that in the podcast. So that's kind of an example. Now we're going to do it again, something else we learned. We did a shark dissection. It was awesome. She even got a cut because, tell them why. The shark tooth nicked me. So (laughs) that sort of wasn't the best time of the shark dissection. But another weird part was my shark's intestines exploded. Oh, also, my shark, well, they're all spiny dogtail sharks. Dogfish. Dogfish sharks. Sorry, spiny dogfish sharks, and my shark had a very bad liver, but the retina was awesome. I actually held a shark heart in my hand for the very first time. So did I. It was amazing. Another thing we learned about that is male sharks have claspers, while females don't. The claspers are are located around the dorsal fins. The dorsal fins are the ones in the back. And there are two. So, again, there are claspers that females don't have. And that's how we noticed that all of the sharks we dissected were male. Our teacher, Mrs. W., told us that the shark um, would be sort of interesting. (laughs) In the lab, the word we use for gross is... Interesting. But if you really think it's interesting, you'd say interesting. But if you think it's gross, you'd say interesting. Kind of stretch it out a little bit and make it a lower voice. It'd be sort of like this. Interesting. (laughs) Like that. So, what we did was, there was a razor blade, and um, my group was very, we compromised a lot. We had this special way, it was, it was a girl, then it was a boy, then it was a girl, me, (laughs) then it was a boy again. For me, all the people in my group were girls, so it was girl, 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 girl. The reason we dissected sharks is because... Our teacher, Mrs. W, is shark crazy. We're not saying that to be mean. It's just she loves sharks. So that's why she tried her hardest to make let us do a shark dissection. And it was so fun. So I'm just going to congratulate her and all of the Butler students slash parents on setting it up. So 
Thank you, Mrs. W. and Butler students and parents. So I want to give a single shout out to Dr. Pangan, who is my brother's friend's mother, and she is a college professor at Butler University. She teaches students how to be teachers, and those Butler students and Dr. Pangan were at the Shark Day section. It was thanks to Dr. Pangan that all of the Butler students came to the Shark Dissection. It was very exciting to watch all of the people um, discuss if they've had Shark Dissections before. And I'm thanking Dr. Pangan that she brought out all of these amazing Butler students. She did a very good job discussing the shark's intestines, how to cut the shark. She did a very good job teaching us about a shark. The Butler students were there asking us questions why we liked dissecting the shark, and if we thought it was gross or awesome. What I really remember that was really nice, a butler student, was Miss Valentine. She stayed at our table and she was very nice, and she told us a lot of things about the liver of the shark, where to find it, and how to cut. She was at my table, too. When she was at my table, we were doing the shark's teeth, and she told me that if I felt it, that it would be really sharp. So I felt it, and I noticed it was so sharp that I really understand why Ainsley got a cut from it. So it was fun doing the teeth with her, because she showed me some really cool parts about it. I want everyone to notice Dr. Pangan and the amazing Butler students. So thank you, Dr. Pangan. Okay, if you think this segment was interesting, or interesting... Try emailing us, or ask your teacher if there's any way you can do a shark dissection. Or you can find a way, too, that's not at your school. Anyway, thanks for listening. I hope you liked this segment. See you next one. Bye. Bye! Today, we had a little bit of literature, and my friend and I got in a little bit of an argument because I said that she didn't write poetry the way I did, and that girl thought I was criticizing her because of her bad poetry, but I didn't say it was bad. I just thought, I just was saying that it was a different way for me, and I didn't think it was bad at all. So then she just walked away from me, and I kept trying to explain it to her, but she was just getting meaner and meaner. And then my other friend came over and asked me what happened, and I told her what happened. She said that she had changed me, the other girl had changed me, and that I used to be loving and caring. She wasn't meaning this in a mean way, and that there should be a way to fix that. And I told her thank you, and that was, I think that was a really nice thing to do. Guess what? Something really excited happened today. When we were getting in the car for school this morning, she said, I have something cool to show you, and I'm like, what is it? And then I saw her take out a magazine from her backpack, and I'm like, magazine isn't that important. I mean, we're eight. We can't really think a magazine is important. And then she goes to page 35 on the magazine, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, that's us. (laughs) So... That was really exciting for us. We brought it to school and showed a lot of people, not to brag, of course. It was an article about us and this podcast right now that we're doing right now. 
it was really cool to see ourselves, the pictures that we took and the things that we said just published so everyone could read it. I was so excited when she opened up to page 35 on that on that magazine. Ainsley, is there anything else you'd like to say about it? Well, I'd like to say it was our listeners who inspired us. There was a girl who asked about school one day. Her name was Kelsey. We were really happy that she emailed us. She inspired us to work hard, and I just want to compliment her on that if she's listening right now. So, if you're Kelsey L., thank you for emailing us. That made us happy, and I hope it did you. Thank you for listening. That's the end of this segment. It's Ainsley, and this subject is friendship advice. Now, I'm going to let Elizabeth explain it. Friendship advice is when you tell advice on how to get friends, how to not dump the old ones when you get new ones. So, if you're having trouble with your friend or anything, just say, I'm sorry we had such trouble today at recess. I hope we can still be friends, and then I think everything will just work out. Yeah, and what I want to say is... If someone's being mean to you, like your friend, don't be mean back. They'll figure out that being mean isn't right, which is not. So if you listeners are thinking about being mean to your friend, don't. Listeners, don't be mean. I'm sure you won't be. Be nice to your friends. Have lots of fun. And, well, make sure that you're doing the right thing to your friend and your friend's doing the right thing. You like to stick together, not flow apart. If a friend is mean to you, don't be mean back. It's just a good and honest quality about friends. Now that I've brought that up, how about we name some good, true qualities of a true friend? Okay, um, what is honesty? Honesty is when you're being honest to your friend and not telling a lie and making sure that your friend feels okay with what you're saying and be honest to them so you don't tell a lie. Ainsley, I'll ask you a question. What is good listening? Well, good listening is when you just, if your friend is in really big trouble and they really need help from you, don't just walk away and say, sorry, I have other business or something like that. Just say, all right, what do you need me for? But it can't take long. We have to get to class very soon. So just do something like that instead of just walking away and saying, I'm busy, sorry, in a very arrogant way. And so I'm going to ask Elizabeth a question. What is good trusting? Being trustworthy is sticking together and making sure that you trust your friend and you know that they're going to do the right thing. And you have to be trustworthy too so your friend can trust you never tell a lie making sure that what your friend tells you you can trust them and if they ask you not to tell anyone they can trust you not to if your friend says i don't believe you or something like that they're not being trustworthy so a good a good trustworthy friend is a good companion to have Anyway, I really hope you've enjoyed this segment and that it's good advice to you. And also, we got an email from a listener. Next segment, we'll read to you the email and we'll give advice to that person. Yours truly, Ainsley and Elizabeth. Bye. Bye.
Alright, this topic is a special topic. This topic is that we just got an email from a listener, and we need to give them advice. Elizabeth, will you read the letter, please? Yes. It says, Dear Ainsley and Elizabeth, I love your podcast. You guys always make me laugh. I love your Yay of the Day segments. You two sound a lot alike. Well, I need advice. I am trying to be more popular. The popular girls seem so perfect, but I am not perfect. What can I do? Should I get a boyfriend? Should I buy cool clothes? Thanks for a super lot for the advice. You guys are awesome. From Just Wondering. Well, this is the first bit of advice. Popular girls aren't perfect. Have you ever heard of the song, I Just Want to Be Like the Cool Kids? The person who was singing that song finally realized that when she actually became popular, that the people who were popular had just as rough of a life as she did. So first of all, you can do what you want, and all you have to do is make a friend. And a friend will make you feel calmer and cooler around everyone. Maybe don't buy, like, like super cool clothes. But maybe buy some cool clothes. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. There's a, a saying by William Shakespeare that's all that glisters is not gold, which means that even if something looks good, it doesn't mean it's actually good. Like, let's say there's this person dresses so well and she looks so pretty. And then when you start to be friends with her and hang around with her, you start to realize that she's incredibly rude. And then there's another person in class who doesn't look that good. And you just disregard her. And then when one of your friends finally meets her, she's amazing. She's nice, she listens, and she has all of the good characteristics as a friend. Another popular saying that you might actually know of is, don't judge a book by its cover. That's kind of what Ainsley's talking about. Like, if there's a really pretty girl... Don't say she's, like, really nice because of what she's wearing or what she looks like. Say what she's nice because of what she is inside. Remember, all that glisters is not gold. And don't judge a book by its cover. I hope that helps. Just wondering. Bye! This segment is book reviews. Uh, I'm going to thank Mrs. R, one of our homeroom teachers, and the other Mrs. R, her assistant, on giving us these amazing books. My book was called Winter of Red Snow. Well, it was about the American Revolution, and it was called Winter of Red Snow because during the American Revolution, the Americans that were trying to fight the British to get their freedom were like in rags. And sometimes they didn't have any rags on their feet. So when they walked, when they walked on sharp rocks, it cut them. And then, well, it makes the snow red when there's blood. So that's why. My book was about a girl named Abigail Jane Stewart. She had two sisters. One, Elizabeth, which is my name but spelled with an S and not a Z, that was older than Abigail, and Sally, that was younger. A lot of times... Abigail was happy, but sometimes she had sad moments. She's had six brothers who hadn't survived their first winter, but the brother that was born in the book, Johnny, survived his first winter and his second, 
so they think that he's going to survive a happy life until he really has to die. In the end of the book, there's a really interesting epilogue that makes it sound like a true story, but it really isn't. It's telling how all the people got married and how they died. Elizabeth made a bounty coat, which is a coat that has her name sewed inside of it, so the person that she gives it to wants to marry her. So she wanted to give it to a boy named Pierre, but it ended up on a dog named Azar. A few weeks later, a man was coming up to the doorstep and knocked on the door on their door, and Abigail went to get it, and the guy was named Ben Valentine, and Abigail noticed that he was wearing Elizabeth's bounty coat, so he said thank you for giving him warmth from the coat. The day after that, Abigail finds Elizabeth writing a note to Ben Valentine saying thank you once again because she thinks she should have been nicer to Ben. And it turns out in the epilogue that they get married. So she decides that she's pleased that someone got her coat. I would recommend this book because it's learning about the revolution and also it tells about girls and their mother and father. So, it'd be better off if girls read this book, but boys could read it too, because it'd be nice for boys. So, Ainsley, would you like to talk about your book? Sure. My book is called Tolliver's Secret. It has a bit less extravagance than Winter of Red Snow does, and it's about a girl named Ellen, whose grandfather was hurt on the day of a, that a very important message should be delivered. So she was the one that had to deliver this message. She disguised herself as a boy because a girl would not be wandering out in the American Revolution with a piece of bread. So what her grandfather did was he took a snuff box and he put it in the bread. Ellen's mother, Abby, baked the bread and then she wrapped it in a blue bundle. And so... Ellen, who disguised herself as a boy, she stuffed her hair under a hat, and she dressed up as her brother. Then she went out into the open. Obviously, she couldn't use her her real name, Ellen, or it would immediately give her away that she was not a boy. Since her last name was Tolliver, she said her name was Tolliver. So, she got captured on a British soldier's boat. One of the British soldiers said that the boat was going to Elizabethtown, where she was to deliver the bread to Mr. Shannon, who was to deliver it to George Washington. So, um, when Ellen got off, she was supposed to go to Jolly Fox Tavern, but that didn't really work out for her, since she was an Amboy, not Elizabethtown. So, she had to walk to Elizabethtown, which was ten miles. She decided to go immediately. She went there, and she finally got to Elizabethtown, found Jolly Fox Tavern, and gave the bread to Mr. Shannon. Her journey was over, and um, Mr. Shannon called a very friendly person to row her back to home. And the next day, a different loaf of bread, baked with the same silver snuff box inside of it, had a small silver locket in it. There was no letter, so Ellen always wore that pretty silver locket. She always liked to believe it was from General Washington. Perhaps it was. I would definitely recommend this book if you liked adventure and sometimes comedy. (laughs) 
but most often the sadness of war. Unfortunately, even if it has a silly name, the, these books are always about war, so they're not always silly. Like one of them is called George Washington Socks, but it Socks has nothing to do with the book. It's called George Washington Socks, even though it sounds silly. It's all war. It's not silly, and but war is not silly. If you are into magic stuff, it's about time travel. How do I know this? Because when my brother was in third grade, he read George Washington Socks. That's all I know about it, that it's time travel, but I know that they're saying, could it really be George Washington? Because it says that on the cover. And anyway, I would really recommend Tolliver's Secret if you really wanted to concentrate on mystery and adventure. So, thanks for listening to our book reviews and... We really like doing book reviews. Anyway, we'll see, see you see you next segment with bum 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 fashion tips. This segment we are doing fashion, fashion tips. tips. So, because the weather is getting warmer, we need to start wearing like shorts and skirts and just small things, not like tights and leggings and sweaters. So we'd rather start doing stuff like, let's say, short sleeve shirt, a mini skirt, and some flats. So this is when we're just going to tell you what kind of clothes to wear now that it's getting warm. I'll start with one thing I like to wear a lot. It's a shirt, and I'm going to explain. Well, it's a short sleeve shirt. There's a horse in one corner. And then on the other corner next to it is the little thing where the horse jumps over. And underneath it is a blue ribbon. And next to the blue ribbon is a little horseshoe. Its background is pink. I really like that shirt. I like that shirt. Can you explain what to wear with that shirt? What matches with it and what doesn't? Well, it depends. Maybe you could wear, like, jeans. Maybe I'd wear my white leggings with my white skirt. Ainsley, what would you wear? Well, I would wear my favorite outfit. You can be cold in it or you can be warm in it. I have this long-sleeved pink shirt with flowers, like like lacy, papery pink flowers on one corner of it, and the rest is just pink. And a white jean jacket. And by the way, I'm not a huge fan of pink. I'd rather blue or turquoise. And then I would have this very complicated orange skirt um, that has, like, if you peel over the first layer, it's white. It's, like, completely white, but then there's, like, a little ruffled blue edge. So, when you put the first layer back on, there's, like, this only, this ruffled blue edge. And, and that's the other layer, but it doesn't show the whiteness of the other layer. It's really cool. And then that and my white jean jacket and my turquoise flats. And I think that that's just a really good outfit, and I actually coincidentally wore it yesterday. I think it's a very good outfit to choose, and if you're like me and love turquoise and don't really care for pink, it's a mix between turquoise, orange, white, and pink. Well, thank you for listening to Fashion Fashion Tips. See you next segment. Bye! Hi, it's Elizabeth. And this time, we are doing 
yay of the day when you say something that you liked about the day. So I'll let Ainsley do hers first. My yay of the day is lots of people complimented me on my outfit today and that Elizabeth and I didn't argue one bit today. My yay of the day is half the arguing thing that Ainsley said and half at recess today we had indoor recess because it was raining and so we're making a little nightlight by putting little flaps on a piece of paper that we colored. It's like a cube shaped with a shadow and we're going to put a little light behind it so it stands up and it's kind of like a nightlight and it glows. Okay, I really like that idea. Can we make one together, just you and I? Sure, that'd be fun. Anyway, that's it for Yay of the Day. Now let's proceed on to Wine of the Week. Wine of the Week is when you say something that you didn't like about the week. All right, Elizabeth. My Wine of the Week is that during recess, I had to do a little homework that I forgot at home. So that's kind of my Wine of the Week. It wasn't very fun. At least I didn't have to spend my whole recess doing it. I don't have a wine of the week. I think I've had a pretty good week. That's the podcast for this week. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed our Something Epic for Kids podcast. We hope you email us. Our email address is somethingepicforkids at gmail.com. We might even post them on, the, on our next episode. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Make sure to tell all your friends about it. Bye from Ainsley and Elizabeth.